Hello, beautiful people. I am in a transition phase and I have been for the past two weeks, so bear with me. I cannot wait to show you the new and improved podcast. I will probably be launching it, I think, before Valentine's Day. That's my goal. Before Valentine's Day, in the next couple weeks, um, I'm doing all new cover artwork. I'm changing the name, as you guys probably heard in the past podcast, just to Mimi. So no more Mimi B. Um, I think I want this episode right now just to be a raw, real solo episode just with me and you. I'm recording this and posting this right after I record it and I want to keep doing this kind of raw, real conversation with you because a lot of you resonate with it and give me great feedback on it and this is what the podcast is and I want to just kind of go through the transition that I've been experiencing and my thoughts on kind of rebranding the podcast because a lot of you have been with me from the beginning. I started this podcast about two and a half years ago and it has been everywhere. <laughs> it has been everything, everywhere. It You guys have grown up with me, you know, like over the past couple years of just my intense personal growth. Um, a lot of you have, have grown up with me in that way. So I owe you an explanation as to why I'm changing things around a little bit and how I feel in this transitional part, um, you know, what I'm going to be doing this from this point forward and how it's going to influence what you receive from me as well. So yeah, you know, I kind of had this big overwhelming feeling to change things around for a while now and I just didn't know what to do and I just kept putting it on the back burner because I was like, oh, effort, effort, effort and I'm so busy and, you know, making all the all these excuses as to why I don't want to change the podcast around a bit, which, you know, resulted in me just not putting as much passion into it for the past, I think, like seven months. <laughs> Listen, if you have been a listener since seven months ago. I'm sure you've loved the content as I've been getting that feedback. I don't think anyone really noticed that I wasn't putting as much passion into it. Well, maybe you did, but I've just, you know, was just throwing things up without really thinking about it, would sit down to record an episode and not really know what I was going to say. And I guess that's when some beautiful things arise from the episode. But, you know, I think it was more so an energy that I had towards it of just like, oh, I have to do this. I need to stay consistent. And I guess kudos to me that I did stay consistent with it because that was, you know, the, the biggest driver of it all. And we have so many listeners now and it's really grown and grown and grown. And the only thing that I can really just blame that on is the consistency. And you guys know that the trick to success in any form is consistency if you want to read about this, there is this awesome book that I read a couple years ago called The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy. And it's all about consistency. It's like, you know, it doesn't matter how, you know, big you go. It's just about being consistent. And I think that's kind of just my motto with all things business. It's consistency, right? Consistency is key um, and knowing when to focus on what, right? So back to the point. Um, I'm glad that I've stayed consistent, but I did lose a little bit of that full hearted passion that I once had for the podcast um, because I was distracted and it wasn't a number one priority for me. Like you guys know I have advertisers sometimes, but not really all the time. It's This podcast is not to make money for me. This is truly just to connect further with my people. 
And um, of course, sometimes I'll have advertisers if they really align with me and what I like to give off. It's just nice to, you know, have a bit of extra support in that way. But honestly, it's not about the money. This is just about me and you and and just sharing my raw and real experiences throughout this crazy journey of personal development and life and just trying to figure it all out and talk to you. Um, you know, if you follow me on Instagram or even if you're a Mimi Method subscriber, like, you know, you guys know me from that lens, but I think the podcast lens is so much deeper. It is just so much more human than things that are cut up and edited and even like if I post a makeupless selfie on Instagram like you know I just I still feel like this podcast thing is just it connects me on such a deeper level with you which I truly and thoroughly enjoy and um, I never want to stop doing this so all to say yeah I I will admit I lost a bit of passion for it for a while there and I got super distracted because I was creating Mimi Method over the past six months and that really kicked off and you know that was actually earning me direct income whereas before like I I didn't really have consistent income and it was something I wanted to really focus on and I caught really incredible feedback and you know I was just focused on that and I was still posting pretty much once or twice a week on the podcast but Now it's time to finally do that thing that I've been wanting to do for the past six or seven or so months, and I'm totally re-judging it all. I don't know why I just said re-judging. I don't even know if that's a word, but I'm just, I'm changing it up. And I've been trying to think of how I can do this for a while now, and what speaks most to me is to change the title, change the branding, and change the structure of it a little bit. I'm really going to treat it like... Mimi method in the sense that I'm going to have consistent days where I post it's going to be you know more reliable um I know in the past I've maybe not posted reliably (laughs) my hands are up I know I know I know but it's happening now so I'm going to give you the kind of lowdown and I'm going to go into just the whole period of things that I've been in right now and not just with the podcast and all that stuff and work and I'm going to talk about you know just some personal stuff too so you know, it's January 31st right now. We're starting a new month tomorrow, February. Um, if you're listening and you are feeling a little bit unmotivated because January has passed by, maybe you haven't stuck 100% with your New Year's goals, just know that that's so normal and that's so okay. And you don't need to hear me talk about the bounce back rate all over again a billion times, but I just don't want you to feel bad about not being perfect because I think we've all spent way too long feeling bad about not being perfect in our lives. And I can't wait to open up to you about my recent discoveries over the past few months. It kind of got triggered, this new way of thinking for me, um, and I'll get into it soon, but it kind of got triggered by this 55-day challenge that I was doing. I don't know if you guys were following along with that on my Instagram and stuff, but um, and I think I spoke about it on here too but basically for all of like November December and maybe a bit of October I forget um no not all of October so November and December basically I did like a 55 day challenge you can tell how bad my math is I did a 55 day challenge and I was like doing Pilates for 30 minutes to 45 minutes every morning two meditations a day a walking meditation time in nature in the afternoon with no technology like doing all these things like it was just like super intense but it I I really tested my discipline muscle 
and I learned a lot about myself throughout the process and I learned a lot funny to say um, about my discipline and my why so going into the challenge I was almost a little bit hard on myself like I don't really think that's a bad thing in some areas like I think discipline you need to kind of be tough on yourself and in a healthy way but it started with me kind of just being pretty like okay I gotta do this like kind of tough on myself and then it ended with me just doing it out of love towards myself and just out of excitement towards who I am and throughout that time I also really changed around like my eating habits I have been intuitive eating for a while now like you know just over a year I would say or almost two years a year and a half and you know I went through my weight loss and I had a really great relationship with food way better than it used to be and I hadn't binged in ages and all that stuff but I think there was still some sort of uh, control aspect around that where I was like okay like I need to be really good and I need to you know be low carb and then in the fall I decided to do a little bit more plant-based higher carb like more that food combining thing to try it out. And honestly, after like six weeks of that, I was just like, you know what? I'm done. I'm done. I'm done trying to just like make this a huge thing. Like why? Can't I just... And you know what? Throughout that that time as well, I came to a conclusion um, after listening to some podcasts on this. Like some people believe that the food in your body actually like, of course, it's great to eat healthy food and I'm always an advocate to eat healthy food, but it's honestly more about your energy around it and I decided I was like you know what I you know I'm eating so well and I feel healthy and happy but I still feel like there's something missing and I thought it was in my diet and that's why I started food combining and eating more plant-based um like high carb plant-based and I was just trying all this stuff and it was like obviously a little bit strict because you can eat certain things at certain times and you know I just stopped I actually put on five pounds from doing that too. And I, I know it works for so many people. It works so well for so many people that I know and that's amazing for them. But for me, I was at this point where I was like, I just want to stop. I just want to stop obsessing. I don't fucking care anymore. I just want to stop and listen to my body. And I don't want this to come across as like before this this time I was controlling and obsessive because compared to what I used to be like, years ago this was like I was so good with my intuitive eating and my food habits um but there was still that final straw that I hadn't yet resolved and in the fall I I really just came up with the decision very naturally and organically I was like I'm just gonna maybe eat whatever the fuck I want for a little bit and like I'm glad the food combining thing helped me release my slight fear of carbs that I had been conditioned to have for years in my life and then I went to that one extreme where I was like eating carbs all day with the whole more plant-based food combining thing and then now I'm just and since the past few months I've felt better than ever and I've been a just focusing on my mindset my energy all day long I've been really in a good headspace while eating very intuitively but whatever the hell I want and not caring and not thinking about it And that's the biggest thing. And I've never felt better. Um, And yeah, (laughs) I think I've, I don't weigh myself, but I think I've lost the five pounds I gained from doing that whole extreme thing. Um, Going from one extreme to the other, I was like super low carb. Then I went super high carb. And I guess my body just reacted a bit weird, but I wasn't being very intuitive during that time as well. I I will say that my, uh, my mentality was a little bit off. 
I went through a good six-week period in early fall where I was just feeling pretty insecure and not really great about myself. And of course, that's natural for everyone, but it did really show in my body, I think. And I was breaking out and I was holding on to weight. And then I just decided to release and just keep focusing through meditation, through journaling, through all of these things that I have into place, just focusing on who I want to be and the energy that I want to emit and the frequency of my future, just living it. And oh my God, it's been transformative. And I'm still trying to figure this whole thing out. And I still eat so healthy because I love feeling good. And you know, I do I do play around a little bit. Like I had some like low quality cheese the other day and my stomach really hurt. So I was like, okay, <laughs> we're not going to do that again for a while. It was like full on craft cheese. Like I know you're probably shocked right now, but it was like on this pizza that Ben and I were having and I was like, whatever. And, um, and I didn't even care. And I didn't even care afterwards. My stomach hurt, but I wasn't obsessing over it hurting like I would used to, you know, I was just like, oh, it kind of hurts. Like take a digestive enzyme, go to sleep. It was fine in the morning. But so all that to say, I really do value healthy eating because it does make me feel really good. But the biggest thing of it all is truly just embodying the energy of the kind of person you want to be. And if you want to lose weight, if that's your goal, become the kind of person who looks and feels the way that you want to look and feel. Because that is what's going to get you there, my love. I swear to God, that is what's going to get you there. And I, I've i done the same thing. You know, I've it, it makes you, it gets you there in like a shortcut way. Like, and in a way that's like not hard. Like, I feel really good in my body right now. And it's because I just like haven't, I know it sounds so counterintuitive, but I haven't been obsessing over it. And if you don't obsess over it, then you don't really overeat because you just listen to your intuitive cues your inner cues if like you're eating a meal and your plate isn't empty and in the past you might have eaten it till it was empty even though you weren't hungry anymore but when you intuitively eat and you don't eat out of a negative emotion um or you know really just bad habits at the end of the day then you don't feel the need to feel stuffed at the end of your meal you just stop when you're satisfied and you don't even think twice about it I swear to God, and I wrote this or I said this in a live, an Instagram live I did the other day that I saved on my IGTV if you wanted to listen. So it was like a Q&A. And I literally can't remember the last time I binged. And that's like shocking for me to say out loud. If my 21-year-old self could hear that right now, she would have her jaw like wide open like what the hell? I, I would never have imagined myself being able to say that because I was so the kind of person that would look at people like I am now saying, I don't know the last time I binged just with like pure like hatred. I'd look at them being like, who the hell do you think you are? Like I would hate them. I don't know if that sounds weird. I don't know why I would hate them, but like I would just like envy them. Yeah, maybe not hate, but just like envy them and think it was so hard. It was not available to me. I wasn't like that, but wow, look at this. A couple years later, I'm doing the work consistently I keep doing the work even if I don't see results right away because at the end of the day it's all about the consistency and you don't really see that crazy of results in a week or two maybe physically if you go crazy hardcore but that's just not sustainable we all know that and the biggest thing is not actually changing your body it's about changing your mind because imagine you know the the whole thing with weight loss it's like why do you want to lose weight 
to feel healthier and happier? Like, is that your why? Okay, why don't you feel that now? And then you'll want to maintain that feeling by doing what you know makes you feel good, right? So anyway, that's just my little spiel on that. Um, but yeah, so my, my big realization over the past couple of months was really just like, my energy is everything. And then I went to this Joe Dispenza event and it's so funny because he was even saying at one point and I was like, oh my God, he's even saying it. He was even saying, he's like, listen, anyone can do this work. He has like crazy, crazy stuff go down at his events. Like people have like radical remissions from like really serious diseases because they totally changed their personality at this event, their personal reality, their energy, how their body responds. And I'm not here to tell you what to believe, but it's a really interesting thing to to do some research on. And he even says, he's like, you can put a super random average person on this stage that eats French fries every day, that eats processed foods, that doesn't take care of themselves, that doesn't do Pilates, that doesn't eat organic, and they can see such crazy transformations in their health and in their life with this work. And he says, there are people that do this work that are feeling stuck because they, you know, eat, not because, but and they feel stuck and they have health issues and they eat everything organic, gluten-free, vegan, food combined, everything, and they're, they eat perfectly and they do all their Pilates and yoga perfectly, but they still can't heal their gut issues, funny enough, and it's because of the stress and anxiety they're holding on to emotionally. And then you have the people eating like shit and they're seeing the results they want to. This is, I'm very big disclaimer. I do not support eating like absolute shit and taking really bad care of yourself. You guys know that. I'm a huge believer in beautiful, healthy foods and it can be so rewarding to eat this beautiful, healthy food. And I'm literally in my guest bedroom recording this right now, smelling the air and I have a lasagna in the oven and it smells delicious and it's healthy because it's made with rice, um, rice pasta, lasagna strips, thick slabs of eggplant it has no cheese or dairy I might put some feta cheese on it I'm not sure yet and it's like really high quality everything beautiful and it tastes delicious and all to say it is so important to eat well but it is so important to realize that it's not just about what you eat it's about what you consume emotionally mentally spiritually energetically it is so much more about that I'm telling you I'm telling you and then you'll naturally realize that you want to eat lighter and healthier because it makes you more tapped in a lot of people in this space eat very plant-based a lot of people in this space you know are very conscious and it's because the more conscious you are of your body and your surroundings and your and how you feel the less numbed out you want to feel the less tummy aches you want to get from the bad food and all that jazz the more clear-minded and energized you want to feel So I'm just going on a total ramble of what I've learned over the past few months. And I'm going to talk more about this, I promise. But I'm telling you the number one thing that's changed everything for me is the meditating every day, twice a day. I rarely miss this. It has changed my life. And I'm thinking Mimi Method was a blessing for me to create because it's so funny. I was meditating, you know, good five days a week when I first started Mimi Method if you guys remember I had three sections recipes workouts and meditations and I put meditations at the bottom because I really didn't think anyone would want to listen to them this is a funny backstory I didn't think anyone would want to listen to my meditations I thought the workouts and the recipes were going to be the most popular and as time goes on the meditations start getting the most incredible feedback 
and I start creating more of them and it gets me inspired to start creating different ones like walking meditations, running meditations. And then I start getting people saying like, holy shit, like the meditations, like Mimi, what? Like, why are you hiding these? Like put them more like, you know? So I actually decided to focus it on meditation. And, you know, over the past six months of the evolution of Mimi Method, I'm slowly removing the recipes and I'm niching down. And I'm actually making my Pilates workouts more meditative so they can go under the meditation umbrella. Because I, as like a business person and as someone who wants to really do what I'm passionate about, um, of course, I'm passionate about Pilates. I'm Pilates certified with Equinox. I freaking love Pilates. It's the only exercise I do. But I don't want to be like everyone else that is that has like a Pilates subscription platform. I think it's great and every teacher is different, but like there's so many people doing it. Like I didn't invent Pilates, nor did anyone else that teaches Pilates online out there. Um, and every, like, it gets very similar because Pilates is only really like 100, if that, um, movements. And the way that people differentiate themselves is how they teach it. Um, so it's really the same. Like if you think of Pilates and you think of one teacher, like just know that there are so many other teachers out there doing the exact same thing. And it's not because they've copied each other. It's because Pilates has been around since the 1900s and they just have the same amount of moves. Um, all to say, I freaking love Pilates, but I just needed to say that loud and clear because it's really comical when some other online Pilates teachers think that they own it and say people are copying them when I know 100 other people are doing the exact same thing. I'm not saying that happened to me, but I have, you know, friends in the space and whatever. It's a thing we talk about. So all to say, um, I wanted to stand out a little bit and I always like doing things a little bit different. I like to be a little bit innovative in a sense that like what I come up with is a little bit just a smidge different so for a while I was doing just like the typical Pilates workouts because that's what I learned in my certification and stuff and whatever and then I've decided recently and I've been playing around with it that I actually want the Pilates meditate or the Pilates workouts to be more Pilates meditations meditative Pilates because I truly and with my whole heart believe that when you get into that state of your future self while you're moving your body whether that's a walking meditation running meditation or Pilates meditation which I'm now creating um you really just ingrain this into your cells this energy of your future self into your cells on a whole new level because you're learning how to move while being your future self which is just like the most powerful thing you can do I actually remember doing a podcast just over a year ago with Ed Milet I went to his house in Laguna Beach and we were doing a podcast together it was a very cool experience he's a really inspirational person um to me and God, like this guy's friends with like Tony Robbins, Joe Dispenza. <laughs> I needed to talk to this guy and he himself is just like so, so smart. Um, and anyway, so he and I were talking at the end of the interview and he, we were talking about how moving while being in that meditative state is so powerful. And he said that like him and Joe were like, him and Joe, I can't, we're like talking about, um, about it. And there's like a lot of new research coming out, um, on how moving your body while being connected to that version of you you want to be is just so powerful and it just like up levels everything like the active visualization while moving just like makes it just like so much more effective in some way um another side note I'm actually getting a scientist slash neurologist to look into this and come up with um some proof on this matter uh as we speak so 
lots of advancements coming soon, um, which is pretty cool. I can't wait to tell you guys about it. I actually just hired this like insane marketing and strategy team and they work with like Fortune 100 companies and it's probably the biggest investment I've ever made in my entire life, business or non-business. And I've just taken them on to do some pretty hardcore work with me and um, we're going big. But going back to the niche thing, not just that I wanted my business to have more of a niche, I also wanted the Pilates to be different and more resonant to what my brand embodies. And I needed to make them more meditative because I truly believe in it too. Like, oh my God, when you think about your body and you're in that mind-body connection state while becoming and being your future self, game changer. So that's what I'm incorporating. I'm not going to delete all the old workout videos. I'm simply going to add a bit of a meditation section to the beginning. And then for the future workout videos, I'm going to kind of have moments in between to kind of regain back to that state. I'll get you back into that state at the beginning and in the middle and at the end and it's going to be amazing. So we're in that bit of a transitional time right now. I'm getting my website developers to just change around the website so that it embodies the new kind of brand messaging, which is essentially Mimi Method is a meditation platform. I like to say meditation redefined because they are so different to any other meditations out there. It's a unique mix of like manifestation, hypnotherapy, law of attraction, visualization, meditation. It's like such a crazy mix. So it's meditation redefined. And then I go, you go on the homepage. Well, this upcoming week, this is what the homepage will will show. Because right now, as I'm recording this, it's not up yet. My developers had to come up with like some sort of draft and then we're going to send it into the people to code and all that stuff. Um, but basically, I have six sections on Mimi Method, six types of meditations. We have the seated meditations, which is what people usually think of when uh, they think of meditation. Seated meditation, writing meditation, which is the open-eyed writing meditations where I'm journaling with you, telling you what to journal about, giving you prompts. And that's really great for deep reflection and just like a nurturing, beautiful thing to do like on a Sunday or something, you know? Or if you're trying to work through something specific, um, so yeah, we have seated meditation, writing meditation, uh, walking meditation, running meditation, which you guys know are like some of the most popular on the app. It's just nuts. I say app, but it's my platform. So always go to the desktop, mimimethod.com to sign up. Never go on the app store one because I, they always have issues with Apple as a side note. Anyway, um, and if you are currently a subscriber and you've paid through Apple with the app store, I would maybe suggest <laughs> um, if you have no problems right now, then it's fine. But in the future, if you do come up with problems or if you want to be safe um, for the future, then you can just unsubscribe and resubscribe on the on um, on the desktop or just message support at info at mimimethod.com and my beautiful assistant, Sophia, will get back to you and just do it all for you. But Anyway, so um, back to the point, um, and I'm saying this because you can't you can't really apply like if I wanted to apply a discount to your membership, if there were any issues in the back end on your account, we can't access it if you subscribe through Apple because then it's an Apple subscription, not a Meet Me Method subscription. Subscription. Okay, moving on because I know this does not apply to most people. Um, okay, seated meditation, writing meditation, walking, running, stretching, and Pilates meditations. So the stretching meditations are going to be amazing. I can't wait to revamp them. They're going to be deep, soulful, amazing for release, getting really into it. Just a moving meditation when you know you want to stretch your body but also feel freaking amazing. That's great for that. 
And then the Pilates meditation, like I just explained, will be all around that. And I don't even know why I'm talking about this so much right now because this is not what the episode was supposed to be about. I'm just in a talking mood. Okay, so before we kind of finish up, I want to kind of go through um, the last section of what I wanted to talk about in this episode is the new podcast structure and what you can kind of expect. So over the next coming weeks, we're going to rebrand it. We're going to retitle it, Just Mimi. That is what it's called, Just Mimi, No More Mimi B. I want to reminisce a little bit on past episodes on the name Mimi B. That was actually my fashion blog's name back when I was like 18 in my residence room in university. You guys know that breakthrough I went through. At that time, I decided on a name for my online magazine fashion blog and it was Mimi B. I don't know why I came up with that name because I really don't like it now. But it was a time in my life and then I started the online magazine around it and I had so much around it that I loved and it was my baby for a long time. I named the podcast after it because it was just kind of like my brand name, but I hated it for like ages. I don't know why it's still called it. So I just, I hate it when people spell it all lowercase. It's supposed to be all uppercase. I, there's just, I, it's too childish. I'm, I need to be the elevated Mimi that I am now. So it's just changing to Mimi. That's it. Just Mimi. And yeah, what you can expect is every Sunday, I will be posting a solo episode just like this. And mostly every Wednesday, I'll be posting an interview. And I'm debating whether or not in the interviews to do, like, you know how in some podcasts they have like the host, so me just talking at the beginning and then adding that to the beginning of the audio file of the interview. So it's just like a mini solo episode at the beginning of the episode and then going into the interview I might do that or I might just make it the interview I'm not sure yet but um I was gonna say every other Wednesday but I've just had so many guests lined up that I'm just gonna do every Wednesday for now and this is probably gonna start um in seven days so yeah get excited I'm excited more structure and two episodes a week like come on that hasn't happened in a while um (laughs) so yeah that's pretty much it and the content is gonna stay very similar I might do some episodes kind of reminiscing on the first 150 episodes of the podcast that I really don't resonate with anymore. I don't know what I want to do because I don't want to delete them because it was a part of me at that time, but I also just like don't really want them. Like I I want this podcast to be new and fresh, but I don't want to start a whole new podcast because I like the past 150 episodes basically or 100 episodes that we have on here. So I'm going to trying to think about that let me know if you guys have any suggestions but maybe I can like just go through them and and see what I want to do with them but yeah I hope you guys have a beautiful rest of your day thank you for listening I'm excited to be sharing these updates with you and I need to go eat my lasagna so have a beautiful day bye-bye